I'm Christina Collins, and I am the Motivated Mama. Welcome to the Motivated Mama podcast, a space where I grant full permission for moms to be ambitious. Join me as we chat all things motherhood, family values, business, and living your best life. Hey, hey, mamas. Welcome to the Motivated Mama podcast, episode nine. So today I'm really excited because I'm bringing on another fellow mama that I met on Instagram, um, and she's going to give us a little bit of her story. Uh, What I wanted to start doing this year was share stories um, once a month or so from other moms who are fueling their ambition during motherhood and still being there and present with their children as well. So I um, invited Natalie Perkins. She is actually the CEO of Bella Ballerina Studios on today to talk to us and kind of give us her story and um, tell us a little bit more about the studio and her business and motherhood and everything. So, hey, Natalie. Hey, hey. How are you doing? I am great. Thank you so much for coming on today. Oh, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I am so excited to hear from you because like we talked about just a few minutes ago, actually, I... I talk to a lot of women that are in the online space and I don't really get to talk to a lot of women that, um, have actual like physical businesses outside of the online space. So I think it's really cool. And I think it's going to be good for the moms to get a perspective from your view. Um, and so why don't you go ahead, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself, about your story. Absolutely. Thank you. Um, yeah, we, uh, started our first dance studio, Bella Ballerina, like the first ever, <laughs> opened in 2011 in Northern Virginia, well, Northern Virginia, just outside of Washington, D.C. And um, we knew very quickly that, that was something we wanted to do over and over again and open many stores. And we had opened three stores in the first three years that we had our company. And then we kind of took a step back to, de- you know, decide if we wanted to keep doing this or whether we wanted to franchise our model. Um, when we opened our first store, it was really because my daughter was a toddler and like many moms, you know, I was, I was a working mom and I wanted more time with her and I just didn't see any way to do that in my current situation. And so I had been contemplating starting a business for a long time and she was in dance class and we weren't really getting out of it what we wanted. So, um, I just was sort of filling a niche in the market that, Mm -hmm you know, didn't really exist at the time. And that's sort of how we conceptualized our studio. And it's just seriously taken off in the past, I don't know, you know, seven years here. That is so amazing. I mean, it's like, you know, I think a lot of times when moms start businesses, it has to do with something with their children, you know, like, I think it's, it's so great that like you saw a need and you filled it. Like you didn't just sit on it and didn't have this idea and just kind of like, Oh, whatever. Like you just went with it. And I love that. I love that. There's some, I actually just read some statistic lately that said something like, um, women entrepreneurs actually start their business. Like this, it's like this certain age range and it's a little bit later than men. And it's primarily because they do go through these major life changes with kids. And and that's when they start it because you're, you're reevaluating your whole life, how it works, how everything fits together. And you're, you know, making major changes around the major life changes you have already experienced. So it makes total sense to me when I heard that statistic. Yeah. Cause I used to always sit there and think, gosh, if I could have started this business before I had kids, but before I had kids, there wasn't really like this need or this 
push, you know? And so now that you said that, like, it's like a complete light bulb moment for me. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm like, so true. I know, I agree. I say the same thing. And I even tell myself sometimes, I don't know if I would have had kids if I, you know, had started just because I feel like you get to, again, if you had had that major life change, you're so driven, you're on a path. I pro- not that I wouldn't have kids. I probably just would have put it off. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's just, but yeah, you're right. There was no reason to go that route because everything worked perfectly well doing a nine to five job in my life before that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you didn't have like the future to think about. I mean, you did, but it was only you and maybe your husband at the time. So it's like, oh, we'll figure it out, you know, but when kids get in the picture, it's a whole different ball game and, you know, financial and <clears throat> time-wise everything. So you start becoming more aware of like the time that you do have to spend with your kids, the finances you do or don't have. Um, and so it becomes a bigger deal. And I think, like you said, like that fuels that ambition to do more and to like oh, yeah. figure out a way. So I love that. I love that you, um, that's how the whole studio unfolded. That's such a cool story. Um, I wanted to ask you today because I think sometimes during motherhood, like we get kind of bogged down sometimes like in the day to day, um, routine of it all. So sometimes I think, um, other moms out there might feel like I don't really have time, um, to like succeed in something else or to fuel my ambition in anywhere else in my life. But what fuels you to succeed? Like, what is your, your why your quote unquote, why for your business? Yeah, I think uh, it's a good question. I think it's changed over time because I think initially when we opened our business, it was to spend more time with my daughter. That was the why. That was what was driving the whole thing. And now, you know, when we opened, she was two and a half, three years old. Now she's 10, Mm -hmm. you know, and now my why is different. So now my why is really driven by my future ideal lifestyle, you know, and what I want that to look like. And it's not just about spending time with my daughter, but it is, you know, she's going to middle school and she's a long way off from being on her own, but I would Mm -hmm. like to set us up financially where when I'm, you know, or when she is at the age where she is off on her own and she's married, I don't want to be just retiring with very little income and not, you know, the amount of the amount that I just need to live on. I want to be able to travel and maybe like either if I don't live where she lives, be able to go for a month at a time to live where she lives and have an apartment there. I mean, like my why looks very different now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, Love that. you know, and I, and I think that it is, you know, when just to go back to when you said like, how, how do you, you know, moms who are not in that boat, they haven't taken that leap yet. You know, like, how do you, um, you know, I guess work that into what you're doing every day. And it's, it's tricky, but I think it's also one of those things like before you have a baby, you're like, how are we going to afford this? And mm-hmm. then you have the baby and then you just sort of make it work. Yeah. And then people are like, how are we going to afford a second kid? And then you have a second kid and you're like, oh, I, I guess we need to work. And I think it's the same thing with a business. You're like, how would I find time for this business? And then you start it and you're like, oh, I guess I just do, mm-hmm. you know, like you make it work until something changes in your life and then you maybe have a different balance. But yeah, um, it, it can, you just have to actually take the leap. <laughs> take the action. I know. I, um, it's so funny when moms are like, I don't have time to like do anything extra. Right. But then there's that mindless like activity that goes on being a mom, because you know, you need mindless time. You need time to just kind of like decompress. Right. Um, but you're right. Like once you make something a priority and you're like, okay, this is really important to me. I'm going to make it work. Like it just, you just find the time. Like, right. And I think it's like my mindless time, you know, you know, it used to be just me on social media, like for myself, like looking at pictures of friends and family. 
now it's me on social media still, but it's just doing the same thing before our business. So mm-hmm. it's still mindless to a certain extent, but it's marketing at the same time. So yeah. you do need downtime. You need to find that kind of balance. But um, at the same, you're right. There's like a lot of just nothing happening and uh-huh. you don't realize it. Until yeah. <laughs> and, and I think too, like when you're not organized in your time or, and, and that is something I'm guilty of at times, you know, not being organized in my time, it can feel like you're just so busy. And you just have things thrown at you, right? But in reality, you really have more time than you think. So if you've been out there thinking about doing a business, guys, you have more time than you think you do. Um, So I wanted to ask you another question, of course. Tell us a little bit more about the studio and the success that you guys have had with it. Because I'm just so intrigued by this whole um, other business option that's out there. Yeah, yeah. So we we kind of had this concept where... Um, you know, like I said, my daughter had been in class and it was, it was an adorable class, but it was really a playgroup disguised as a dance class. They like weren't really learning much. And I had grown up dancing and teaching. So I was familiar with what they probably should be learning Mm -hmm. at, even at the toddler age. And, um, and so then we started looking for other studio options and they were all like the opposite end of the spectrum. They were very strict, black leotard, pink tight, tear in a bun, Tuesday, 10 o'clock. And I was like, I don't know if you've met my daughter. That's not <laughs> happening. Like, you know, so we, I was like, there's nothing in the middle. There's actually nothing like the studio that I grew up in, which was a recreational program. You come once a week, you learn multiple dance styles in the same class. And, and so that's what we sort of developed. And it was very easy for me because it was industry that I grew up in. I, I danced, I taught, you know, all of that. And, um, and so we, we designed it with that being the, the class concept and also paired it with these storybook themes. So the storybook themes are how we teach the lessons because kids relate really well to stories, you know, that mm-hmm. they either know or don't know, but they have visual cues. They're imagining a story as you're reading it. And so, you know, a toddler is not going to remember proper ballet posture, like standing up straight and putting their shoulders back. <laughs> but if you tell yeah. them to show off their beautiful necklace, they just like stand up like that. Wow. You know? So we, we teach everything through those concepts and, you know, having the opportunity to build a studio around that was something really interesting and something that hadn't really been done before. Um, so we went for it and, you know, we opened our doors and then it was just like this wild success. And I think a lot of it has to do with the program that we run. And a lot of it has to do with the aesthetic of the space, because it also doesn't look like your traditional dance studio. You know, you don't walk in and there's like mint green walls, just sort of like meh. Mm-hmm. You walk in and there's a little retail boutique in the front and it's oh. like color explosion, right? And then like yeah. we have tutus hanging from the ceiling and we have like all this adorable stuff that they can pick from, colorful outfits they can wear in class and we have shoes and everything. And then they have, you know, their dance space and the parents watch the entire class every week. So it's not like they're like shut out or left behind, you know, looking through a window or a closed circuit TV camera or something. Um, it was just one of those things that we were like, this is going to work. And when we opened our first store, it was wild success. And then we moved right onto the second one and, um, same thing all over again. We had a hundred kids registered before we even opened our doors. Mm-hmm. Uh, with all of the first three studios that we opened wow. and it's just like we saw how easily it could be duplicated and again that's just led us down the road to be like we, we need to be able to offer this to other people wow I love that the story um themes like I honestly when I was looking into your studios um before we did this today I I didn't I didn't realize that like I think that's yeah. that's so awesome like now that I know that there's a studio near me 
like my daughter, she's been wanting to do dance. She's in gymnastics right now, but um, I'm going to definitely be looking into that studio because that's amazing. She would love that. And I think so many, so many women or, or sorry, (laughs) girls would love, 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 love to be in that environment. That's awesome. That's so awesome. Absolutely. And we, we have like a, so for every story theme, there's also at the very end of class, like a dress up component. So if, you, if you're reading like Beauty and the Beast mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever you're dressing up like that character at the end of class for, you know, a five or 10 minute kind of time frame and doing more of like a little bit of creative movement. Same thing for boys. We have boys in class. We have boys costuming, you know, yeah. and everything. it's just, it's, it's like their, their favorite part of class. It's sort of like their treat, their reward right at the end. It's, mm-hmm. it's just super fun. That's really the kid's favorite part. But at the end of the day, the parents see how much progress they make learning through these story themes. And then, it's really, it's really awesome. We've expanded our offerings in the past year to, we, we do storybook yoga as well. Cool. Um, and then we offer, we start to offer hip hop and, um, musical theater classes because again, for like those little, little age groups, we start at 18 months mm-hmm. and even like the hip hop and musical theater starts at age three and not a lot of kids are able to take classes at age three or four, you know, for mm-hmm. musical theater or hip hop. They just aren't offered to other studios and that's what we focus on is the little little one Mm -hmm. oh that's amazing because not only does it fuel their imagination it keeps them interested it keeps them like focused because they're having fun and it's not just like the strict you know environment like you were talking about earlier oh that's amazing I love that Mm -hmm. um so which a lot of moms are probably wondering how do you juggle motherhood and running this business the successful Um, of a business yeah it's I don't think it's necessarily a matter of, it is like juggling. I would mm-hmm. say, I, I hate the term work-life balance because I don't think it exists. Mm-hmm. I think you have like, it's like a constant, I'm a Libra, so I love like the scale analogy, <laughs> but it's like a constant, you know, balancing act. It's never that they are truly balanced. So um, again, when it was, you know, when we opened and my daughter was a toddler, her needs were different and mm-hmm. it was more, you know, being I don't say you're not present for your kids as they grow up, but you don't need, you know what I mean? You're not like as in their face present. Like you're not mm-hmm. on the floor playing with them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so um, there was a lot more physical time invested in uh, what her needs were at that point. And so it was very much more tricky at that point, but it was easier because she would also come with me and she would partake in classes and enjoy it. And so, mm-hmm. you know, it was, it was all, she was always with me. It was always, you know, making her understand that I'm doing some work stuff and whatever. So she came up understanding that, um, you know, that was an important part of my life and important part of our family's life and was understanding of that. Um, but you know, she'd always help me with things. I think mm-hmm. that's also a good way to juggle it is when you involve your kids, it doesn't feel like you're have your kids over here and your work over here. They're really happening together. She's always been my best helper um, and my best little marketing person. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, and then we, as she's gotten older now, it's like, you know, her needs are different. So it's, we, she's still in dance, not in our studios because she's too old there now. Mm-hmm. But we um, drive 45 minutes to her dance class every day, 45 minutes home. Mm-hmm. That's dedicated time in the car I get to spend with her. Yes. And not working and we're talking and we're discussing or she's doing homework and I'm helping her when she's in dance class. I am sitting there working on my phone or on my computer in my car. Um, you know, and I work for really the six hours that she's in school. That mm-hmm. is my work day, the six hours. Yeah. The tricky thing is being a mom, you know, you got to fit in grocery shopping and all that too. Mm-hmm. So it's like, 
does that cut into your work day or does that cut into your time after work hours are over and it's supposed to be with your family? Um, but yeah, I think, and I think the biggest struggle too is then because you're, you know, when you own your own business, you can work anytime. Mm-hmm. There are no set work hours. So there will be times where I'm like, Oh, I got to do one more thing. I got to answer this email or I'll be, you know, Saturday morning, I'll be on my computer working. And, you know, sometimes your family, if they're not, um, if your spouse isn't in a position like that and they're like, why are you working? Mm-hmm. Or why can't you just stop doing that? It's just because I, I need to do it right now and there's nothing stopping me from doing it right now. It's more efficient to do it right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're not doing, we're not doing anything together. What's <laughs> the difference? You know, you're watching TV or eating breakfast, who cares, you know, but, um, sometimes it's hard to turn off, but you got to do your best to like make sure, you know, you're doing both and, and be okay with the fact that sometimes work is going to come first and sometimes family is going to come first and mm-hmm. it's okay either way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I think, um, especially when you have younger kids, um, when they're toddlers, preschool age, like they are more dependent on you. So you feel like, you know, you do have to spend more time or you have to, um, be more present or whatever the word is that you feel that you have to be with younger kids. Um, but you're right. As they get older, they have different needs and different, um, ways that you can spend time with them. And I think it's just all about, um, being intentional, you know, like in your life and like intentional in the car ride to and from your daughter's dance, dance lesson. And then like intentional, like when they are home and you aren't working or whatever it is, because, I think it's also just as important for your daughter or your son to see you going after dreams that you have um, and being able to provide that freedom for your family and to set yourself up for um, future success, you know, financially and personally and everything, you know, Um, I think that's a huge part of it. Mm -hmm. You know, I was actually talking to a cousin of mine and she was like, you know, as she said, I never had anybody in my family who did, I didn't even... I would have never even thought about owning my own business. Mm-hmm. It just never even crossed my mind because I never saw anybody own their own or know how that works or, you know, anything about it. I knew from the get go. And then very soon after when I started working, you know, out of college, I was like, I'm not working for other people. I know. That was me too. <laughs> that was me too. I, I just never enjoyed it. I never enjoyed having a boss. I never enjoyed having to be there from a certain time to a certain time. Like for some people, they love it and it works for them. But for me, I just, when I found this whole entrepreneur thing, cause I didn't have that modeled for me growing up either. Both of my parents, um, are actually in the medical field. So they were, you know, on call or working set hours and, you know, growing up, it was always, if you own your own business, it's so risky and it's so this, that, and the other. So that were, those were the beliefs I had until I, um, you know, changed that and started doing it and realized like, Hey, I love owning my own business. This is amazing. Um, so and you do have so much more freedom. I mean, I think sometimes it is hard to shut work off when you are your own boss, like you were saying, you know. Um, but once you develop that discipline or you have that communication with your family, like it can be like the best thing. Um, and I think especially as a mom, especially. But um, and, and that's just my opinion. But I, I feel like when you have that freedom where you can drop and, you know, drop everything for your kids if you have to. That's, that's a feeling of true freedom right there, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so um, I want to start asking this question to moms that um, hop on this podcast with me because I, when, when I started this podcast, I was like, okay, I want to, you know, talk with other motivated moms, hence the title of the podcast. But I wanted to ask you, what does being a motivated mama mean to you? Um, for me, I think it's more of an internal thing. Like Mm -hmm. what, 
like how I feel about myself and what I'm doing more so than like being a representative of sort of the entrepreneur or mompreneur community. Mm-hmm. I think that it's like, you know, it's me looking at my <clears throat> to-do list and being like, yes, I'm like, I'm killing it. You know, I'm like mm-hmm. checking things off and I'm, and I'm getting it done. And I feel like I am kind of, you know, achieving that, that juggle of home and work and, you know, things and not letting too many things go by the wayside, but also just feeling good about my overall situation. You know, like if I'm feeling really not great about the way that work's going or not great about the way that home's going, I don't feel motivated, period. Mm -hmm. That's when I see my motivation take a dive. It's when I am doing a decent job of juggling and then being like, okay, I know that that's kind of not what's happening right now, but I'm okay with it because I know I'm going to, you know, next month get this going on. Like just having that mindset, I think is what keeps me motivated to say I'm doing something good and I'm moving forward with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I love that. I love that. And it's something, you know, you're doing for you too, you know, like that me time or that, um, always like keeping your identity at the, uh, front, I guess. Because your kids aren't going to be with you forever. Exactly. And they're going to leave the nest at some point Mm -hmm. and then you're going to be stuck with your hubs and uh, (laughs) stuck with your hubs. dynamic and then also like you have to you just have to be okay with who you are personally what mm-hmm. you're doing personally you never know what's going to happen in life and if you mm-hmm. don't if you lose yourself in everybody else then you you do lose yourself period you know it's yeah. that's a difficult place to be in oh yeah sure I I can totally relate because that's how I felt when I first became a mom was just like wow I, I love the fact that I was becoming a mom because that was something I always wanted to do but it was just like the next 18 years kind of flashed in front of me. Like I'm not going to be doing anything for quote unquote me. That's the thought I had, even though like there's so many forms of self care and so many forms of keeping yourself a priority, but something that was going to challenge me, I guess. Um, and so I think that's really important too, to continually, um, work on yourself as a mom, as a woman, as your own person and, um, to go after your dreams and, and fuel that ambition, you know? That's that's one of the things I love about, like, just today's culture and society. It's like, there are so many different options you could have. You Mm -hmm. could decide to go work a nine to five. Uh, You could, you know, build your own online business. You could do a network marketing thing. You can open a franchise. You can, uh, like, there's no one size fits all anymore. You can tell the VA, like, the Mm -hmm. list just goes on. And so there is something for everybody and, you know, maybe you're at that point right now, too, where you're thinking, I don't want any of that. And that's yeah. cool, too. Like, my point is that don't don't settle just because you think that there's nothing out there for you. You yeah. know what I mean? And if mm-hmm. you're a person who wants to, you know, maintain that professional life or, you know, career or that, you know, that part of your identity, like, there is something for everyone. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Or you can go create it like you did which yeah. is amazing. Like I, it's so inspiring to me because you were like, I'm just going to go create my own studio. Like this is how it's going to be, you know? And now it's like booming and super successful and it's just so awesome. And thank you so much for coming on our po- on this podcast today. It means a lot to me. I, I I'm excited um, to look more into your studio for my daughter. Um, and I just loved being able to hear more about you, hear more about the studio and hear about um, what fuels your success and like how you, quote unquote balance everything as a mom and a business owner. So thank you. Thank you so much for hopping on. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I really had fun. Yeah. And, um, 
Mamas, I'm going to leave her information in the show notes of the podcast. So if you want to get a hold of her on Instagram or Facebook um, or look up her studio Instagram page, that will be available below so you can look into classes for your little one to see if she has any locations near you at this time. Hey mamas, thank you guys so much for tuning into the Motivated Mama podcast today. Feel free to head over to iTunes and subscribe to this podcast if you liked what you heard. And also please feel free to leave any reviews telling me any nuggets you received from the podcast or any feedback you'd like to leave. I read every single one of them and I would love to hear what you thought. And as always, continue being awesome mama. You are doing a great job.